Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, her bestie. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, bestie? <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. How are you doing? I'm doing good. We spent the entire morning together <laughs> and into the afternoon, and all of a sudden, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I know you are. Yes. That's good. Yes. And um, we Now are... that you took your scarf off. I was hot a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now you're not. But I'm better. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've just recently stopped taking a breast cancer medication that I've been on for five years, and I just got the all free and clear. Yay! Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! You're healed. <laughs> the miracle took five years, but there you are. It took surgery, it took radiation, and it took medication. Anyway, I'm waiting for the side effects of that medication to wear off. Mm-hmm. One of which is hot flashes. So, yeah. Let's see. It's gonna take a while. A couple yeah. months or whatever the doctor said. All right, but we're not here to talk about that today. Today, what are we talking about today, Catherine? Hospitality. Yes. Mm. Yes. And this, uh, we're re- we happen to be recording on the day after Easter. Mm-hmm. And both Catherine and I ho- were hosts of our particular families for at least one side of the family. Right. right. So we got an opportunity to express and practice hospitality right we did yeah so we're going to share that with our listeners today so stay tuned because we have uh, a lot of things on our little notes we do here Mm -hmm. and i'm going to give i'm going to give our listeners three takeaways so the first takeaway is um we're going to define what is hospitality Mm -hmm. what it is and kind of maybe also what it is what it isn't yeah because how do you know what things are unless you know what they aren't uh, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, here's a good question for you, Catherine. Can you be hospitable without a perfect home? Don't Abs- answer that. Oh, right. <laughs> that's so... Save it. Save it. <laughs> Save it. Stay tuned, listeners, for that answer, for that yes. <laughs> it's coming. And question number three, we're going to share with our listeners our personal experiences with hospitality. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we have a call to action in this podcast, and it is going to be to put into practice. Right. We're going to really, always. yeah, we're going to really do our best to listen to our own advice and mm-hmm. also to give our listeners something that they can take away from this episode that they can put into practice today. Right. Okay. And who, go ahead. Well, who are we sponsored by? Did well, we get to that? We it's next on the list. Oh, good. We are sponsored by our husbands, Muffin and Pooh. Kenny and Ron. Mm-hmm. They do have names. Like their parents wouldn't name them Muffin and Pooh. <laughs> They're not that weird. No, and, instead it was Kenny and Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. They really are Muffin and Pooh, though. To us, mm-hmm. people right now are getting nauseous yeah. listening to us. Like my our family is like. Whoa. Yeah, I know. know. We just lost about eight thousand listeners. <laughs> Well, eight. Yeah. <laughs> Not 8,000. And this podcast is also brought to our listeners by the supporters of my ministry. Yeah. Because they are the ones that helped us pull together the funds to purchase some recording equipment and such. So we really thank them. We thank our husbands, and we also thank the supporters of my ministry. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's dive in. All right. And... Let's define it. What is hospitality? What you got over there? You know, I don't know. This just now came to me as Mm -hmm. we were talking about our um, husbands, Mm. our sponsors. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it's actually hospitality is an outward 
expression of what's inside. Oh, so true. No, it really is. is. Mm -hmm. It's an outward expression of who we are inside. But the definition in, let's, ooh, this is a Bible reference. Let me get to the dictionary.com definition of hospitality. And it says the friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers. Also, the quality or disposition of receiving and treating guests and strangers in a warm, friendly, generous way. Okay. So I also looked up, that was from dictionary.com. And then I looked up in the Merriam-Webster mm-hmm. uh, definition. Oh, now these pop-ups come <laughs> and got to get out of these pop-ups. I felt like it was a weak uh, definition. Okay, let's so hear it. So it says, and by the way, to listeners, I have to... <laughs> I have to go around my the microphone to read my computer. So I might get faint. So it says hospitable treatment, reception, or disposition. That's it. Hospitable treatment, mm-hmm. reception, or disposition. Yeah. And I always hate when the dictionary useses a portion of the word to define it. To define it. I know. That's like what why are you wasting my time? Yeah. Here? But the second definition is more about business and providing services to guests in hotels. But that's not really what we're talking about. In this case, in this podcast, we're talking about, uh, like I said in the beginning, like what's what's inside us and how do we reflect that to welcome our guests and um, how can we be good listeners? How can we make them feel welcome and warm and... Uh, how can we extend an invitation of, um, well, I almost used the word hospitable nature. Yeah. Like having a, so basically we're talking about having a hospitable spirit, right? Yeah. You know, you know what's going through my mind I right can now? tell something is. <laughs> <You're> t- <laughs> I know, I know that you can tell when I oh, have yeah. that blush. Oh, you do. You just have that look of waiting for, like, because you're not going to interrupt necessarily. Well, you try not to, but <laughs> I can see that you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Remember uh, Cotter and Welcome Back? Yes. Welcome Back, Cotter? I or do. was it Cotter? Or it was Horshack. Horshack. It's Cotter. It's That's what you look like. <laughs> okay. I'm crying. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday, as Catherine knows, we hosted our Easter, mm-hmm. and my great nephew was here, and he's eighteen months old, so mm. he's he's walking, but he's a toddler. Mm. So you know, I hadn't washed my floor for oh. maybe a year. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just gonna say, I it. like how you say maybe. Oh, like, could have been longer. Could have been? been longer than that. Mm. But well, you haven't lived here much, much longer than... It'll oh. be two years in August. Yeah, I guess it will be. <clears throat> well, I, oh, well, I could count on one hand how many times I've washed that floor mm-hmm. since I moved in. Okay. I know some people wash their floors every week. Some people wash them daily. once a month. or Oh, daily? Yeah, some people do. Okay. I don't know any of those people, mm. but I will share this. Yesterday, I, as I was thinking, it was the last thing I did. I did it like an hour before they came. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh no, <laughs> little Hudson's coming. <laughs> he's he's little. He's you know putting stuff in his mouth and yeah. You know, I mean, I'd hate for him to just like be crawling around on the floor or walking around on the floor and then under his feet are just gobs of dust and 
you know, my long silver hair and stuff like that. Right. Thinnest toes. Yeah. Fingers. I'm like, mommy, what's this? Anyway, I, I had two laundry baskets full of stuff that I haven't put away. I don't know if you, did you notice it's not there in my kitchen? Well, you yes, might. yes, I did. Okay, yes, okay. Two, you, yeah. two laundry baskets, not full of laundry, right? Full of stuff, mail that I haven't gone through yet. Coupons, I'm not sure what to do with. Um, there's a cushion in there. I don't know where to put Wait, it. Back up. You said coupons. You don't know what to do with. Yeah, they're probably expired. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> there could be bills unpaid. Whatever. All I'm all I'm saying is that guess where that stuff is right now? In your closet? Yes. Mm, not this closet. <laughs> not this closet. No. But you know the closet that's across from the bathroom right right yes. over here? Yes. If you open that door, you could be calling nine one one. Avalanche. It's from head to toe with stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I through all the laughter of just thinking about that, I don't even remember now what you said that sparked that in my head. I don't know. Oh well, I, let me help you. You were talking about it, hospitality being an inner expression outwardly, mm-hmm. right? Right. You wanted to provide a clean floor for, for the little, little boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't know, know where you were going with that. It struck me that funny, though. It's like, that's not really that funny. Glad <sighs> <sighs> we got through that one. Yeah. All right. What, what, we made it. What else you got there with definition? Well, that's it for definition. Really? Okay. okay. Well, I had Wikipedia, but I got rid of it. Okay. Because, yeah. Did you read so, the Bible first? I did not. Well, let's see what the, what does the Bible say <clears throat> is so, the definition of <clears throat> Sorry. Hospitality. Listeners. Yeah. There are a lot of um, biblical references to mm-hmm. hospitality, but we're going to read from Titus 1, 8. And it says, uh, he must be hospitable. One who loves what is good. One who is self-controlled, upright holy, and disciplined. Mm. When we have that on the inside, Mm -hmm. right, it's going to reflect our outward expression, like I said a few times beforehand. So when we're being, when we have that inner thing just right, just like the Bible says, Mm -hmm. can we go wrong when we have a guest in our presence, whether it's in our home Mm -hmm. or whether they're just in our presence? Yeah. Read the verse one more time. Okay. So, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, Mm -hmm. one who is self-controlled. So, Mm. zip it when you have that urge to either backfire or criticize or be right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Upright, holy, and disciplined. So, even though only God is holy, but we're called to emulate him we're called to be like him so and that again is from titus chapter one Mm -hmm. verse Verse eight eight. all right very good yeah anything else on the definition of hospitality no but i think that when we were i was sharing with you when i was in wikipedia Mm -hmm. that it again was an expression of um warmth and an extended um welcoming to Mm -hmm. strangers and um, skipping now over to what Jesus said mm-hmm. about uh, hospitality. And he said, don't just invite th- your friends and right. people you know and rich people, people, you know, wealthy, but invite those in need, the the poor, and yeah. be hospitable to them as yeah. well. And he offers so, a, a blessing when we do that. Yeah. 
Well, very good. Well, let's move on to our second takeaway, our second point, which is the question that I asked, can you be hospitable without a perfect home? Mm. What say you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously says the girl who only washes her floor once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because you are provided with something. Yeah. You may not have the perfect home. You may not have the perfect couch to sit on. Right. Uh, You may not even have a lot of food in your uh, refrigerator or cabinets, but you have something. You have yourself. You have your words. Mm -hmm. You have your body language. You have enough. You have just enough to make somebody feel welcome Mm -hmm. and warm, safe even. Yeah. I think like, you know, what you said in the beginning um, about it being an outward expression of what's already inside is so true Mm -hmm. because if you genuinely care about other people they're going to feel hospitality that's right i have felt it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure well i did find an article on the interwebs let me um let me let me click on it it's from a blog um called retro housewife goes green And she's just giving five ways to show hospitality without having a perfect home. And these are just quick tips. So let me, let me scroll to it. Okay. The first tip that she gives is try to keep your home in good shape whenever possible. So do your best to, to stay up on top of things so that you're not overwhelmed. You know, like the time comes, mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Being able to welcome surprise guests into your home without feeling embarrassed is a wonderful feeling. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking of? What? When the, our neighbor's grandmother oh, came yeah, over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yes. And she said, are you remodeling? Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Um, this is a story that I share oftentimes from yeah. the stage when I do my comedy show. Um I had five boys. I, I still have them, but they're now grown, mm-hmm. you know. To, they're not all in your house. Thankfully, yes. No offense, boys. But yes, three of them have moved out, so now we just have two. But when we were living with seven of us under the roof of our home, the five boys, it was like a revolving door. That mm-hmm. front door was constantly open, shut, open, shut. You would walk into my house, and there, remember there was constantly a mountain of tennis shoes, shoes and boots yeah. and Jackets. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) it was, I was like treading water, just surviving. I had, sometimes I had two nostrils above the water and other times I only had one. Mm. Well, the doorbell would ring or knock on the door and I would just holler, come on in, because I don't care who, are are you coming to kidnap somebody? Take these kids because I'm tired of them. (laughs) And it was our fellow neighbor's mother who had never been to my house, but she was babysitting her grandson. So she was coming to retrieve him. I didn't know her. She didn't know me. She walked into the house after I hollered, come on in. And she looks around my house and she just goes, oh, you're remodeling. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. You could say that. (laughs) Yeah, because it was that bad. The banister had been destroyed you know that it had fallen apart it mm. was our our banister leading upstairs was two by fours mm-hmm. that because we weren't going to fix it while they were still in that mode yeah 
So we'll my break hus- it again. Yeah, my husband just got two by fours and stuck them on there, oh. and it looked like we were remodeling. I think there was an appliance. There was. Yeah, in the living room. Yeah, a stove. A stove. Mm-hmm. I don't remember now why, but there it was. You got a new one. I must have, but I'm not sure why we didn't get rid of the old one or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, oh. and stuff was strewn everywhere. <laughs> oh gosh, I was like, yeah, we're remodeling. It's gonna. It's a 20 year project. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That being said, keep your home in good shape whenever possible. Being able to welcome surprise guests into your home without feeling embarrassed is a wonderful feeling. I like to pick up once during the day and quickly before bed. So this this blogger gives the um, advice of trying to be, trying to establish a norm of picking up so that it's not so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, this keeps things in good shape. It's not perfect, but it's acceptable with with some effort, mm-hmm. you know. So I wonder if it the message is not necessarily that your house has to be in great order, but for you to feel like you can open the door to guests, um, it helps you to feel more um, readily available to, to yes. welcome them, right? I, I do think that. And then even like from my example of the story of, you know, people thinking my house was under construction when it really, really was being deconstructed. Mm-hmm is to give yourself permission to be okay with whatever condition your house is in. Yeah. Don't lock the door and keep them out. Don't worry about it. Mm. I mean, I actually had this happen to me where um someone was going around the neighborhood telling others that my house was a mess and my kids were out of control. And I was really hurt by that. Mm. I I my feelings got hurt. I cried. Mm. But at the same time now there's by the way, both were true. Both were absolutely 100% true. My house was a mess and my kids were out of control and I was out of control. I was under a lot. But now that I'm 55 mm-hmm. and I've survived those, you know, those times, mm-hmm. I want to encourage anybody who's in that situation where they're feeling overwhelmed or like their house is just like taken taken over and whatever. Don't let anybody define who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, I mean, we can't help it if we're hurt by people's words or by their judgment or mm-hmm. by their gossip mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. We can't help being hurt, mm-hmm. but don't stay there. Right. Just recognize that the person who said that about me had her own issues about her. Mm-hmm. Those, those comments are not comments that one would make of a friend who they cared about. You know, she had her own issues and they were all her issues. I had nothing to do with her issues. Mm-hmm. And so that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to point number two. When you have advance notice, do a little bit of extra tidying. A quick vacuum, um, you know, fluff the pillows. It can do wonders, you know, to, to make your house look clean. Um, I would also say to that, less is more. Especially yeah. if you're in a super busy season. If if you have little kids, like I was watching my niece yesterday running after Hudson. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them ever sat down, really. I mean, mm. my niece sat down for a few minutes to eat. And I I told her I got up from the table and I said, I'll I'll chase him around because you just eat. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then she had to go to the bathroom and she's like, could could somebody watch it while <laughs> I go to the bathroom? And it, I could just remember yeah. like the whole decade of the 90s. That right. was me. Um. But when you do have a little extra time, if you can declutter, Mm -hmm. you know, your house, 
for a little bit of time so that the kids aren't like, do you really have to have throw pillows if you have literally toddlers who are going to throw the throw pillows? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Less is more to keep it simple. Yeah. All right. Um, Her third uh, tip is to have some welcoming touches. Okay. Yeah. She says pretty and clean dish towels Mm -hmm. and hand towels, fresh flowers from your yard Mm. and a what does this say? Oh, and lighting a couple of candles are a few little touches. Those are. That can make your home feel very welcoming. Yeah, those little touches do make a big I- impact. Mm-hmm. And like she pointed out, some fresh towels, like in the bathroom. I always like to have, when I know that guests are coming, guests mm-hmm. other than my frequent ones, like you guys, you know, <laughs> put out like those um, paper napkins yeah. for, for um, hand drying mm-hmm. after washing hands, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to have a friend um, who would come and help me with my business with the books. Um, when I when I was running a business, I was also busy mom. Well, when she came over, she preferred to dry her hands with paper towels because it was just she didn't know what was on the towel. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I think I think we're all coming out of this pandemic. Let's just all go to sterile paper towels. Yeah. Um. But guests do feel a sense, if you've gone just a little bit above board, it doesn't have to be crazy, Mm -hmm. but just a little bit. And so thinking ahead, Mm -hmm. right? Like thinking ahead, if you can put to the side some, um, like a set of a bath towel and a washcloth, you can put that to the side and not use that. That way, if somebody comes unexpectedly, Mm -hmm. you have a fresh set of no stains, no, Mm -hmm. you know, do you know, I always do that. Yeah, so I do. Even when frequent guests like like yourselves, yeah. <laughs> like the DeGraff family, who are over a lot, even then, I always have tip towels mm-hmm. that are, um, I just have a, a multitude of them. Mm-hmm. And even if I had just changed the towel, um, like say the day before or even that morning, I'll change it again before because mm-hmm. I don't know how many people brushed their teeth and wiped a little bit of toothpaste <laughs> on the, you know I don't know yeah and it's I feel like it's just a nice uh kind of mm, I guess yeah welcoming hospitable thing to do that I can do it is you know the floor might not be totally clean but you're not going to sit on the floor <laughs> right you know yeah and, and if you can if you can do these little things ahead of time mm-hmm. where you're not pressured in the moment like, like, think about it right now. What can I do to get ready so that if I do have unexpected guests, I've got, boom, there's my go-to. Yeah. And if you do get the, the bath towel and the washcloth together, maybe also put an unopened bar of soap. Yep. A fresh bar of soap yep. with it. Mm-hmm. So that way, when your guest comes, you can go, here, this is for you. And they know, yeah. you know, that, oh, you thought about them. Or you could um, save those little soaps from hotel rooms and such. You could, right. Yeah, give them their own little bottle of shampoo or whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tip number four, and there's only five, so hang in there. Tip number four, have something to offer your guests. Mm -hmm. Assuming your guests are not coming over for a meal, it's nice to have something to drink Mm -hmm. and a little snack to offer. I like to make a pitcher of iced tea and have a few fresh baked goods to offer. Now, here's where it gets easy, right? She says, you can make this very easy by keeping some pre-made cookie dough in your freezer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And although I'd have to keep it in the freezer out in the garage. (laughs) Because I love cookie dough. You're not alone in that. Okay. Um, And then pull that out and make it for your guests so that, Mm. you know, they feel, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. 
Fresh cookies. Yeah. I like to always have things on hand like that, like the, um, coffee and tea, mm-hmm. water. Um, I, I Iced tea we always have because my Kenny and the kids mm-hmm. like to have that. But I do like to always have something like that. And I like to have something that I can quickly make in the event that someone comes. But also because so frequently we have small groups, mm-hmm. our small uh, church groups. So I like, you know, when we always share... Um, a snack or hors d'oeuvre of some kind. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, um, taking that idea one step further is that why not have a meal in your freezer at all times that is ready to go? So, mm-hmm. I mean, and it could be as simple as a Stouffer's lasagna, mm-hmm. if you like that, or whatever your yeah. favorite frozen meal is, or if you make it yourself, mm-hmm. you know, a lasagna that you make yourself that's layered or a casserole that that heats well in mm. like I do a lot of time my kids love tater tot casserole oh yeah it's not very healthy well anyway it's got a lot of salt <laughs> but you can prepare it totally in advance mm-hmm. and then you have it in your freezer so that if something happens somebody has a death in the family yeah. or they have a baby or somebody's sick and you want to take take it over I would suggest preparing your takeover meal in a a foil pan Mm -hmm. so that you can either use it yourself if you have guests in your home or you can take that hospitality to someone else and they can enjoy it. Yeah, it doesn't always mean that someone is coming into your home like we, I think, established earlier. Right, but you're just sharing your love with somebody else. Okay, the last one is remember, it's not about your home. This is the most important thing to remember. Your guests are there for you, not for your home. Yeah. Don't let yourself stress over anything to make your home Pinterest worthy. Hmm. Be a kind and welcoming host and your guest will have a wonderful time. Yeah. I think that says it all. It does say it all. I remember back in the day when <laughs> the most projects we ever got done at our home was mm-hmm. when we knew we were going to be hosting some kind of event, <laughs> a birthday party yeah. or a holiday. Yeah. We got the most work done because we're trying so hard to, Yeah. well, we, we wanted it done for ourselves, but I think too, it was a matter of trying to impress maybe, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We got to remember it's about spending time. That's another thing too is... Um, when we host things, we have to remember that the dishes can wait, mm-hmm. the, the, the the cleanup can wait, you know, some perishable foods. Sure, you got to put that away, but mm-hmm. spend time with your, your guests. Be hospitable. Yeah. Be present. Yeah. Be present. And you, you, you touched on a point that I think is important. Now, because I think you and I talked about this before we came in here in terms of, I was saying that I'm now 55. But when I was 25, mm. I I thought about hospitality as a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. about how it looked about, it was all about me. Mm. It really was, mm-hmm. you know, and now I don't think that at all. Yeah. I think it's about them. Mm-hmm. It's about making, as yesterday, doing my best to make my niece and her little baby feel welcomed and like I was happy to see them and shower just love on them yeah my mother-in-law my brother-in-law my sons my husband 
No, it's so rewarding to mm-hmm. do that. So it's rewarding in the sense um, that you want to you want to make them feel that way, right? You want them to feel warm, welcomed, and you want to you want to please. Mm-hmm. You know, I aim to please that type of thing. Um, but again, it's it's a blessing back to yourself yeah. to bless somebody else. Yeah, I I think. I think that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. For sure, that little voice inside of our head. <laughs> Well, it's not only the little voice in our head, it's in advertising. I mean, it's every, yeah, exactly. That darn Martha Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Now replaced by Martha Stewart on steroids, Mm. Pinterest. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay. So that's that whole article. And so the, the answer to the question is yes, you can be hospitable without a perfect home. All right. Oh. I should share the booger story. Well, I was going to say that earlier when you were talking about um, reading from that list oh, and that, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. clean your house ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a booger story because <laughs> I have five kids. So there's a lot of boogers. Mm-hmm. Um, my in-laws were visiting from Florida mm-hmm. and they came to our house not expecting to spend the night. They were just going to visit. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they were... I think they might have had a hotel that they had a reservation at, or 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 no, they might have been spending night with my brother-in-law that night. But what happened was they were at our house, and there was a terrible blizzard, mm. snowstorm, dangerous, couldn't travel, and it it had to be pretty bad to r- require that they don't leave our house. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was like life-threatening. Yeah, and. Of course. I said, oh, of course you can stay here. You know, don't go. Yeah. Stay here. But I wasn't thinking about, I knew that they were coming over to visit. So I had the downstairs no, level. I was going to say the main level. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, you can't just drop by a mother with five boys. <laughs> like, I got to know, are you coming in the house or are we just going to chat from the door? <laughs> and then if you come in. Let's sit on the porch. Yeah. How long are you going to stay? The- do you think you're going to have to use the bathroom while you're here? Because <laughs> I got stuff I got to do. <laughs> anyway, um it's winter and you're sitting on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> you're so hospitable. It's much better out here, trust me. <laughs> it's dangerous in there. Well, once we had determined that we made the decision they were going to stay. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, let me just get the the boys room ready for you cuz every bed was filled back then." Yeah. We had a house with um it had like four and a half bedrooms. One bedroom was really like a big closet, but all the beds were filled with, yeah. with kids. And who knows if you had extra boys over Ugh. hanging out. Always. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, there's another kid in here. <laughs> so we had decided that we would move a couple of the boys to sleeping bags on the floor and we would give my in-laws the boys room. I don't even remember which two were in there at the time. But they were sharing a bunk bed. Mm-hmm. You know, one was on the bottom bunk, one was on the top bunk. And because my boys used to always switch around the bedrooms too. And I didn't, yes. I didn't care. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I had to lower my expectations big time. Well, when I went up there to change, I was going to change the sheets, you know, put clean sheets on. And, <laughs> and, can, and I'm in the bedroom and I can see on the wall that one of the boys had, had been creating a booger wall. <laughs> It was just coated with dry, crusty boogers. 
Well, I'm going to tell you something about a booger wall. Oh, you know how I told you I've been feeling really nauseated <laughs> lately? It's coming back. It's coming back. You can't just wipe off a booger wall. They, I mean, they were dry. Oh, like cement? Yes. Really? Yeah. So I'm trying to get it off with just like a wet rag. No. Oh. Then I went and got some spray. I It didn't work. I had to get sand. SOS? No, sandpaper. Oh. Sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go into the garage and get sandpaper. Oh, my god! And my, my in-laws are looking at me. I'm like, oh, I got a little sanding to do. <laughs> It'll be ready in just a minute. It's okay. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's so funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, a little boy has got a booger on his finger. What's he going to do with it? Yeah. Put it on the wall. I, right? Yes. Gosh, people probably think that my house should be condemned. <laughs> Oh, now I lost my place. That was my, um, that was my, my booger, booger wall story. Okay. So let's go to point three, our our third point, which was our personal experiences with hospitality. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't you share with our listeners, Mm -hmm. since we're, we're done with the horrifying (laughs) true Tracy stories. I'm going to pull my brain back from that. Tell, tell us about a happy time that you felt like really welcomed and warm and fuzzy you know there have been several in my lifetime mm-hmm. you know growing up we went overseas to relatives um uh in england and mm-hmm. stayed there and we were always it always felt like a welcoming hospitable type thing but two that i'd like to mention today one would be when i first met my husband and at the time just my dating guy you know mm-hmm. boyfriend and his mom made me feel so welcome. Anytime that I would come over around dinner time, she would invite me to stay for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I honestly just didn't expect that, you know. Um, yeah. And she would always have plenty available on hand and extend that t- to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciated that. On holidays, she would invite me to come and I was honestly shocked when she would have a little gift for me. I mean, Kenny and I weren't serious yet. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like she was very hospitable. Even to this day, she likes everything to be just so. And I think that um, she it's gratifying to her to, you know, to um, please her her boys and her daughter to Mm -hmm. have a, a, a nice meal. How nice that, that she made you feel like part of the family. She did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can, she still does. Yeah. I can see that she values that. Yeah, for that, sure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then just it's top of mind because mm-hmm. it's so recent. And then going to stay at your mother-in-law and father-in-law's. So Ron's father and uh, stepmother's Yeah, home the same in, people that had to endure the boogers. Yes. <laughs> Them. Yes. So... It was the second or third third time mm-hmm. we stayed with them, and I'm not family, so I'm I'm not exactly a stranger, but I would have been, right, yeah. if it weren't for you. But anyway, and just how Claudia and Ron opened their home to to me, not only of course you guys, you know your your family, but right. to me, and that welcoming touch 
that Claudia puts out when she picks you up from the airport. She already has water yes, ready does. for the um, the trip back to her the, house. The trip back yep. to her house because she knows you could be dry from the plane. Mm-hmm. And she has snacks because you could be hungry. Yes, she does. Yeah. In a little and cooler sometimes she yes, brings it. Yeah. She does. And then, uh, you know, you get to the home and she kind of tells you where everything is. In addition to that, in the rooms, she has a little dish with candy in the event that you just may need a <laughs> snack attack. <laughs> or, you know, something <laughs> like that. And she has a sheet of how to work the remotes and even the lighting. Yeah. Because she has really cool lighting. In the, yeah. And the, the Wi-Fi password. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that those are all, they kind of um, reflect who she is, too. Yeah. You they know? do. Yeah. And in, in her case, I mean, like they have a lot of visitors because a lot of their family are from out of town. Mm-hmm. So they, they are constantly hosting people. And, I mean, but she does go above and beyond yeah. what one would expect. Like that little bit, that little thing of bringing a, even a bottle of water when you're picking somebody up from the airport. Mm-hmm. I would encourage all of our listeners to do that. Mm-hmm. If you're ever, I try to do that ever now. asked to pick somebody up from the yeah. airport, just bring them at least a bottle of water yeah. and I, maybe a snack. Yep. I do do that now. Yeah. And if I forget on my way, I'm like, oh, I pull into McDonald's and get a bottle of water. Now, are you, do you do that because you experienced it and yes. it was, you were so appreciative yes. of it that you want to pass on yes. that same experience? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. And, you know, you pointed out that they have guests all the time. They do. But that doesn't mean that one naturally or automatically has to provide all that they both provide they're both very good hosts yeah not only because they have frequent visitors yeah actually they could be quite opposite they could be like right for yourself (laughs) yeah but it's um it's definitely appreciative yeah you know appreciated i think too that when that it's a good thing to be a good guest oh yeah i think that's part of hospitality you know, mm-hmm. that to be um, a good guest is also appreciated mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I, I think, it, yeah, definitely it goes both ways. And um, w- just to treat one another with love and kindness. Yeah. Really, is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I wanted, did you have anything else to share on your experience level or were those two things? Those are my two main ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have one that I want to share. Mm-hmm. When I went to visit my brother. Yeah. With my sister. So this was the first time as adults without any children that we had gone to visit him because he lives in North Carolina Mm -hmm. and my sister and I both are here in the Midwest in Illinois. And we went out there a couple years ago, just us. And one one night and he treated us like queens. Yeah. I mean, I remember he, you saying oh that. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, you better knock it back a notch because the <laughs> next time I come, I'm going to expect the same treatment. <laughs> but one night we were sitting on the couch watching something on TV and I could hear this clanging around in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what he was doing in there. And then he comes in for his two sisters with a little bowl of ice cream. Yeah. He didn't ask us if we wanted any. I mean, we grew up together. Yeah. You know? I mean, he knows we love ice cream. And he brings us this ice cream. And I was just like, I am finally being treated like the queen <laughs> that I am. <laughs> Thank you. And didn't he have you set up nice and comfortable in like recliners watching yeah. a movie or something? Yeah, we were all just, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. I was like, oh, it feels like paradise. <laughs> yeah. 
it, it, but it was just an expression of, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy that we have this time together. Yeah. You know, and it was certainly a memory. Yeah. So let's treat each other like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> oh, that well, reminds so me. Funny. Okay. I have to share this. I don't know why. <laughs> Is this on, is this on the paper? Not at all. I didn't think so. All right. Remember when um just just last week when I um, Ron and I were over at your house and we were Uh-oh. playing we were playing cards. Yeah. And we left your house. Yeah. And we were coming home. I, I think I retold the story to you and the girls. And Ron, I had to go to the bathroom. Like coming coming in the house, I had to, had to go to the bathroom. This has nothing to do with hospitality, but it has oh. to do with ice cream. Oh. <laughs> I, I I may regret sharing the story, but it's coming out anyway. So I have to go to the bathroom. So I run in the house and I'm in the bathroom and I hear this, oh man, like, oh, right. I'm like, what happened? Because it sounded like something urgent, you know, like, mm-hmm. like he was shocked mm-hmm. and we had a plumbing issue under our sink and I thought, oh no, it's flooded. And he's, and he's going, darn it. And stuff like that. <laughs> And I'm, I can't get out there fast enough. I'm trying to hurry in the bathroom. And I come running and I'm like, what? And he's holding the empty box of ice cream bars. <laughs> he was all disappointed that the ice cream bars oh, were gone. That's so funny. Yeah. No. <sighs> I don't know why I shared that story. Well, I don't know. Do you want to be hospitable to your own spouse? But. To provide, oh. make sure that they have. Oh, oh, and then the- <laughs> he he went on like he was like, you know what? I'm gonna put ice cream bars in the freezer in the garage. garage. I'm gonna lock them up. Nobody's gonna know they're out there. <laughs> I'm like, you're getting awfully excited about these ice cream bars. <laughs> but that's a very good point, though, mm. is to um to be hospitable to the people that are closest yeah. to you, right? And to be generous and yeah. to be loving yeah. and to appreciate them. Because, you know, sometimes things turn on a dime and then you don't have an opportunity to express that love. True. And what good would it be if you constantly were saying to your family, don't touch these cookies, (laughs) don't touch these ice cream bars. These are for our maybe guests. (laughs) Right. right, That might You live here. (laughs) This does not include you. (laughs) Right. That would not be good. No. There has to be some balance. Yeah. All right. Well... Let's um, let's close with our 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 scripture from First Peter. All right. Did you have something else that you you well, looked like you wanted to say? Something yeah, I else. did. Did we? Didn't we want to talk about? And I think we did somewhat about you know, um, hospitality's reflection of what's on the inside. Yeah. But we we talked about beforehand that making someone feel welcome is also about listening to them mm-hmm. and responding in a loving way even oh, if yeah. it's something you don't really want to hear or maybe you might be disturbed about mm-hmm. that's also being hospitable oh it's, it's you know uh, it's huge yeah yeah Just, yeah and we're going to go into that in depth with our next broadcast we are yeah, yeah. so stay tuned friends mm-hmm. all right our scripture encouragement is from first peter chapter four verses eight through nine and it says this above all love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins offer hospitality to one another without grumbling i think that is so appropriate mm-hmm. and um if we can put that into practice and that is our our call to action it is you know i just want to point out mm-hmm. too that verse 10 says 
each of you should use whatever gift you have received, so provisions as well, mm-hmm. to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep on keeping on, friends. And, you know, take some take away some of the tips that we shared, you know, maybe look around the house and try to prepare for hospitality put something in the freezer some cookie dough or don't lock it up (laughs) don't lock it up (laughs) let let others be blessed all right well as we said our next episode the topic is how to be a better listener Mm -hmm. that could change your life yeah right there Mm -hmm. well friends you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm comedian tracy degraff and i'm Catherine. see you next time see you bye-bye